0: what's up it's sierra hey it's ebony and welcome welcome to to the real play
1: podcast Podcast. but also it's very hard dating so think about how hard it is dating and then put a layer of the fact that we're not having sex on top of it so i think that's very hard um yeah dating is, is is a trip so I don't know guys what do you what
2: do you think Jocelyn I I feel you honestly I have the same kind of battle like some days I'm like yeah I'm gonna hold off because I've done it for so long you know I made this commitment for so long and then other times I'm in my feelings and I'm like I just do it I mean whatever But a lot of my decision, as I mentioned earlier, you know, does, is faith driven. So I do have to think of, okay, Lord, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to have to like repent. I'm going to feel bad for having sex. So there's so many, there's a a couple more layers, you know, Mm -hmm. for me. And then also I feel like what happens when I don't want to stop? Or if I have it the first time, because obviously i don't know but this is what we hear the first time is not good mm-hmm. so because you know it's it's painful people say it's painful it's not comfortable yeah i'm not a person blah, blah blah so i'm not going to do it one time and be done you know i'm gonna do it once mm-hmm. it may not be great so i'm gonna do it again to keep trying and then you do that so you get to a point where you like it and you enjoy it and then by the time i like it i'm not gonna stop <laughs> so then it's like and
1: then, boy, then if I'm i want to try somebody else yeah the slippery yeah. slip slope
2: <laughs> And then if I do stop, then it's like a battle with me having started and now I'm stopping. You know, so it's just like, do I want to open this Pandora's box of unknowns? Mm I could I can do it once and it'd be the worst experience. And that could completely turn me off. I'm like, no, okay, I'm gonna wait. Or I could do it once and it'd be somewhat enjoyable and I want to keep trying. And then I'm gonna wanna keep going because again, our bodies want it, like it's natural. You know, this Mm -hmm. is what God wants us to do you know, I just wish God would, like, not let me have these feelings until I got married. Like, I wish I didn't know what these feelings meant until you got married. And then the night of your marriage just like, oh, what's that? I never felt that before. And then it's just like an explosion. Like, that's how I wish my life. And then
1: another thing is, too, we can get married and it be, like, not the best experience or you're 10 years into your mansion you're like dang I should try John back in the day because
2: <laughs> well I hope at that point we would have I'm, I'm hoping that that won't happen I'm hoping like okay God now I made a pact with you mm-hmm. and part of that means you're gonna have to make it good for me okay now mm-hmm. I don't <laughs> wait it my Jesus years okay I'm about to get I'm, I'm walking into my Jesus year right now mm-hmm. uh, 33 now I don't wait it now you're gonna have to make sure it's pleasurable at all all the time. Give me something right. for my my troubles. Give me something, Lord. Now if you give me a situation and it ain't right, now nah, I'ma have some problems. <laughs> now nah, I'm going to be mad. Okay. <laughs> and then I worry about me too. Like, what a problem, you know. I don't know everything. hmm You know? Makes you nervous about I mean I feel like I would be open and with my husband exploratory and willing to learn all those things that women, you know, will be willing to do. Um but doesn't mean it'll be good. I mean, I'm willing to go outside and learn how to, you know, shoot a gun. Doesn't I mean I'm good at doing it. Only mm-hmm. going to go in the kitchen and fry some fish doesn't I mean I'm good. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't
0: know. You I mean, with everything, that? with everything, it takes time. It takes practice, and and stuff like that. So you may not be good, whatever, whenever you start. But I think Ebony said it earlier. Like you have to learn your your partner. You have to learn what they like, what they don't like. You got to know what the right seasoning is for the fried fish. You're not Mm going to throw it out there in that pan the first time and it'd be good. You might not even heat the oil up right. Right. So I think that's one thing that you can kind of like think about like, okay, I'm not going to be perfect in the beginning, but no one is. Even if you are having sex, if you're having sex with one partner and then you go to another partner 10 years later or three years later or however, it's a whole different person. So they may not like anything you've ever done with the person before them. Right. So you're restarting with every single person in the same way that a virgin would be starting with their whoever they're with. So you and can then, take that little bit of stress off your back because everybody's in the same way because they don't know you either.
1: Right. Well, help us with this Sierra. How long is too long to wait? Because we've been waiting. I mean, I don't I'm think thirty-three. There's- you don't think there's a so if I'm forty, you don't think that girl. No,
0: if you have a reason for whatever you wanna do with your body, I don't think there's ever too long for it. So like, if you decide I want to die at 79 years old and never ever have sex, then I'm not gonna be like, girl, just go try it. I would never tell anybody to do something that they really genuinely have a a, a, a aversion to that they just really don't wanna do. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I couldn't even give you no, I wouldn't even give you anything like a too long but i could i may say like okay you're brushing this person off who could be the perfect person for you who could be your husband and then you could have already had that experience and be married with that man but your standards are too high or you're pushing back over something little that doesn't mean anything and you're letting your relationship slip through your fingers i may say that but i'm not gonna be like girl go have sex just go do it i have people tell me that and um in high school they were like yeah Man, Mm -hmm. let me tell you what it's like. I was like, what's it like? Because you know, I know what's she's like something about the the wall. All I remember her saying is like the walls feel everything. And I'm like, that sounds very descriptive. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, okay. Right. right." But they never told me to go do it. They were just telling me what they had experienced, and I felt like, dang, am I the only one around here and did nothing yet? Like what? But you know, they never pressured me and I think a real friendship shouldn't look at you like, oh, you need to do it by a certain date right. or a certain age okay. or you look wag, you, you you know, you corny. Yeah, that's,
1: that's fair. True. That's
2: true. So do you think, um, Sierra, that that's the reason why we're single? Like we haven't met anyone? Do you think that's a factor?
0: Um, I'm single. Honestly. So I'm going to go ahead and say no because I'm single. Um, But I think there is a whole communities of people who are doing this, Mm -hmm. men and women. So I I don't think that abstaining is that, and either virgin or abstaining after already doing it, like it doesn't matter. If you're saying you're not gonna do it at one point, then you're part of that community too. And they're out there. um, So I don't think that there's like a lack of appreciation for that lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's other people that want to do the same lifestyle and are practicing it right now. And I just think people aren't able to connect right now as much social media that we have. It's like, there's so much other things on our mind that we're not as pressed for dating. We're like, Oh, I want to do this. I want to build this building business. I want to get this new job. I want to get this education. They're not looking at each other right now. Like, Oh, let me date. They're focused on other things, so I, I personally don't think that it's holding you guys back, because um, I see it's out there, so.
2: So I, um, do y'all know the crew uh, season that podcast?
0: The crew no. season, no.
2: So um, I will share their. I actually just shared one of their videos on my story, but I unless it.
1: maybe I know it from your story, maybe you posted something one time.
2: Yeah, so I will post them like periodically. Um, but they take questions, so they have like like a segment where they take questions. So I actually sit a question to them, and I will tell them like, hey, you know, like who I am, like I'm waiting till marriage has sex. So I was like, you know, just like I'm a blah blah, blah just like little stuff. So I said, I asked him, I said, do you feel like this is why I'm still single because mm-hmm. I'm not having sex? And literally, as soon as he finished the question, everybody was like, yep, 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 that's it, that's why. So they obviously, mean, they didn't identify who I was, but I knew I asked the question. Um, but literally, when he asked the question, all the guys on the panel, it was, it's four of them. They were just like, yep, that's exactly why. Like, if you're not giving enough, that's why you're single. Has but no are those, those out.
0: are men who are having sex.
2: One's married. No, two are married and then two are single. But yes, they're all having sex. So
0: yeah, you've got to go to the community that's not, you can't ask somebody who's doing it because they're, they've done, like you said, the slippery slope. Once you do it one time, you're going to want to do it with all the time and with your, your mate, whenever you get a chance. But if you were to ask the same community of people of hundreds and thousands of people who aren't having sex, that same exact question, I don't think you would get the same answer because they have a different mindset.
2: So yeah, and I, I'm I'm I would think that that would be the case too, you know, because we do share the same thing. I think it's just general and that I haven't run into a person that's in that community. So all the people that I run into, not and I'm not saying they're not out there because they are out there. Mm-hmm. I just don't know where they are. But the people that I do run into, they just never are part of our community. So it's like I do wonder, like, is this why I'm not with anyone, like? i've never i've never been the one to say like oh i'm ugly, i'm not attractive. because at the end of the day i'm attracted to someone i may not be attracted to everybody you know no, you're pretty but you know everybody's not everybody's a cup of tea and that's fine so it really wasn't necessarily like my look so to speak i mean you like what you like but i was i always wondered like is it because i'm not having sex because that tends to be that common denominator in all because all the guys not like, if oh, I had like a flutter of guys, but the <laughs> guys that I've entertained are like, you know, you're beautiful, you're smart, you're cool, you're this, blah, 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 blah. But we never could go any further. Mm-hmm. And then this one guy ends up getting another girl pregnant. So y'all were having sex. I didn't know, you know what I'm saying, but you were having sex. And then you stopped talking to me, but then you talked to somebody else and now you all are together and then I asked, because I have no problem asking. And it's like, well, yeah, because we are having sex. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like,
0: let
2: me find a community of people who
0: want with me. To I'm going to send you some things. I'm going to do things. I got you.
1: And then are they decent, right? Because I don't know that many people. I don't know anybody other than Jocelyn. That's like my last friend that I can have a conversation with about waiting, right? I had a, a, a friend recently. He was telling me about this guy, and I was telling Sierra this, and he was like, come meet this guy, blah, blah, blah. And long... I never met the guy, but he was saying when I got there, he was like, well, if he was a hoe, I would tell you to to talk to the guy, but since you're not, don't worry about it. Like, so basically like the guy was looking for somebody to sleep with him, or maybe only would date somebody who would sleep with him, which is fine. It's just not something that I'm going to just do because that's what you want. Right.
2: Right.
1: I feel like, it. like
2: I was saying, like, I want to wait till I'm married but I could be in love and the person I know I could be with him forever and I knew he's the one and he could I could just say, you know what, I'm, I'm willing to do that. So it is kind of that whole like, I don't want to fuck. I have to do it because that's just what you do in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, and you shouldn't have to not want to do it because that's just what I do. So we right. got to gotta be in, like you said, we have to have like-minded people. And then if we both together are like, I know we're going to be together and we love each other and this is what we
0: want to do we make a decision together, Mm -hmm. then that's different, but you know. So how would you feel being with a guy who he is, because I do know some guys who are abstaining now. They may not have, they may not be virgins, but they are not having sex at all now. Would that be any issue for you?
2: No. Okay. I don't have to have a um, person. I don't have to have a virgin. Mm -mm. Okay. As long as, you know,
0: all that chocolate and saying coming in and rubbing it all on me, and then they—that <laughs> <laughs> chocolate, yes, uh, chocolate. That's what I used to be on my. I used to call my ex that chocolate because he oh, like he was just so dog. But um, even him like we didn't kiss, we didn't do anything for a long time, like that was his thing he want he came to me with that I was like this is perfect I don't have to be the one to pump the brakes we went on our first trip to Virginia Beach we got two separate rooms I love it you stay in your room I stay I was like this is a whole new thing like and it felt good because you didn't have to be the one to be like no let's not do this Mm -hmm. let's not you know do that he came with it and he I just met him out in the street so I wasn't even looking for no community of people he just kind of found me so they out there they out there somewhere but I will send you some things but as we're talking about sex and and I'm thinking about the power of sex and how it can change the dynamics of a relationship this is kind of going to shift it a little bit because it's not going to be about abstinence of course but I'm watching reality tv shows right and there's this girl on this show her name is Paige yes speak on this we're gonna talk just like not <laughs> just even page. Not even <laughs> but five minutes about Paige. Okay, but, we can talk
1: about Paige We can talk about Paige.
0: <laughs> but the thing about it is she, her husband, new husband, has told her since day one that he's not attracted to her. However, he continues to have sex with her. Mm-hmm. And she continues to give her body to this man. I don't know. And I know she's extremely religious. And part of the reason why she's staying in this marriage with him or so far um, is that, because I haven't seen the last episode, but so far is because of her religious beliefs in that, you know, we've created this covenant. We're going to be together. Basically I'm his wife. He wants my body. I'm going to give it to him. Like it's crazy to me. It sounds like a self-esteem issue and not loving your body, loving yourself and, you know, everything like that. What are your guys' thoughts on how sex has become in this world now for people, a way to control other people or a way for someone to feel vulnerable and feel as though, hey, if I want to keep this person, the only thing I have, because he told me I'm ugly,
1: Ah. is to let
0: him penetrate or do whatever he wants to do my body. what do you guys think about that
1: can i go first have you guys uh listened to <laughs> Jasmine sullivan's album she has this um Mm-mm. album that's called um hotels but in one of the songs she talks to, someone talks about the same thing like um knowing that this relationship is probably not going to work out but controlling that other person with he might not want me but i know he wants it so he's going to mm-hmm. keep coming back for it so i think that Um, I think that we women are smart and we women can manipulate and control and do that to men. I don't think that's something we should do. I think that Paige um, does have low self-esteem issues. I don't like the fact that she hides behind the Christianity part of it because Mm -hmm. you were already having sex prior to marriage. You were already living with the guy who had a kid and all this other stuff. So I don't like her taking bits and pieces of it to fit her narrative at that point in time. So I think that she's using it to stay in this marriage with Chris because she simply probably is tired of being alone at this point, wants to be married, and probably likes him, right? Likes the way he looks, um, knows that they fit well on paper. But at the same time, do you do it at a detriment to yourself where he doesn't, he says, I am not attracted to you. Mm -hmm. I do not want you. Mm -hmm. And she keeps going. And then the last, I don't know if you watched the last episode, but on it, he said, well, I don't really know why we're meeting because nothing has changed for me. And one of them kind of said, well, let's start over. I don't remember who, but then they was like, she -hmm. said it. Okay. Well. Makes perfect sense. Um, (laughs) Well, he,
2: well, he, he asked, no, she actually asked him why are we meeting, if nothing was gonna change, because he asked her to meet. He asked mm-hmm. them to meet. And so then when they got together, then he basically didn't say anything different. So then she did ask, like, okay, well, why is it what's the purpose of us being here? Mm-hmm. And then after that, he asks, okay, what do you want, Paige? Like, what is it that you want from this? Mm-hmm. And then after when she says, I want you to give us a try. And I'm like, <laughs> You're absolutely right, both of y'all. 100 100 it's a self-esteem issue
1: you know what stick together be together because both of y'all at this point warrant each other you stay together
2: it's it's a self-esteem issue with her and i think that sex is a powerful tool um right it can be used um to definitely manipulate a person for what you want definitely without a shadow of a doubt i mean we can go biblical days and, or we can just think of reality, like mm-hmm. across the board. Um, it's a tool that is a desire tool and people want it and you can move things with that. So I think Chris, no offense to my men out here because, you know, I, I love my men. Definitely. Um, he was being a man, oh. is. like it's just all there is to it. You got a female right next to you in your bed and Paige, even though, sorry, sis, the hair may not have been on, okay, her, uh-uh, the hair, not it, but Paige is a pretty girl. She got a nice body. You know what I mean? So you said her hair was not it. Sis, that wedding I don't know who did her weave. Um, I didn't see
0: the wedding I didn't know so her see
2: it. hair was bad and I was trying to oof. listen her hair was bad and then she went to sleep with the wig on as if we can do that like just bare no nothing no bonnet no scarf. she ain't not let her edges down she just went to sleep as if we just had the hair growing out of our head like sis we don't do that with weaves and wigs you either take it the off like... or you tie the weave down you choose but you cannot just be going to bed willy-nilly with your hair out and you're on tv you're on tv and you're on tv so like but her physique she has a nice body nice shape you know she's laying next to him he's they probably been drinking a little bit or whatever of course he's gonna oblige of course like and then her thing was well who has sex with somebody they're not attracted to men men you
0: know, to women be, women might do yeah everybody people
2: have to be attracted to you to have sex with you right as long as they're able to achieve what they're seeking to achieve that's women, all they need they don't care so it is definitely a self-esteem issue you know and I think that you know that's why you have to be careful with sex because although I have not you know fully engaged there are ac- sexual activities or or physical activities that I have and experience that just in that alone, you know, you kiss somebody the right way and you're like, Ooh, the way that makes you feel, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, it does make you think like, well, I know if I go over there or, or I know if I, you know, sit right here next to him, or I know if I, you know, put my hand here, that's going to let him know he can do X, Y, and Z. So Mm -hmm. we use our bodies, we use our, you know, sex appeal and all that to get what we want. You know if i want affection we can easily do that as women right then it's gonna be like that you look at them and they're like you ready you know so it's not like it's not like you have to try hard you know so i agree you know it sex is a strong tool and that's another reason why i want to be very careful because it can cloud your judgment because like ebony was saying with the settlement's album hotels the girl was like you know um she referred to as the D. she was like it was good and it was so good that I didn't care how I was treated it was just that good so he didn't have to he could have called me anything he wanted to call me he could treat me any kind of way I could have been the mistress of the mistress like she didn't care her position in his life she was like it was good and I would do anything for it mm. like that's the power control but. It's not just the power of the sex, but it's the insecurities that she had and not knowing her value. Mm. Because if a man is telling you, I'm not attracted to you, like, I think we should get a divorce, and you're still there, and then he Mm -hmm. asks you, like, what do you want? You're like, I want us to work this out, I want us to try. So you want to force him to like, like, you want to force him now. To look at you a different way, like you're going to try to force that on him, and then what happens? Because the marriage is not going to last, even right? If this, and then the guy is going to stick to that narrative of women. They force us. Well, I didn't want to be married to you. You forced me to marry you. I told you I was attracted to you, but you forced me. That's when I do agree when men say that women force them. I agree. I don't. With like this.
1: I don't subscribe to women force them, but I think that a lot of men, to your point will sleep with women knowing they don't like them and will kind of like dismiss them but the woman is so like but they because they slept with me they like me or um they you know and like try to woo me they might like me but most guys just doing it to get what they can get like I think I talked about it on this podcast when I was talking to this guy in college um I remember having a conversation because he had slept with this friend of mine and I was like You chose her over me. Like, why did you do that? And he was like, "Well, she was giving it up, so I was taking it." Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: what can I say to that? She was giving it up, right? And so, and I wasn't. And so, I mean, that that, to me, and I knew though she was giving it up, he didn't want to be with her, you know. Mm -hmm. Exactly.
2: Yeah, because you don't like you can like, want things, you know, and, like, you can like things, but not want them, you know, but whatever you want, you do like, so, like, because you won't want something that you don't like, you know, but for him, like, he likes the sex, but he doesn't want her, you know, so he can like having sex with you, but not want you, you know what I mean, because it's not synonymous, like, I don't feel like liking and wanting, is synonymous with each other and i think that you know you have to be in a mature level you know in a stage in your mind to understand that there's a difference between the two
1: what do you think about him keep he keeps saying like um i don't i'm afraid to fall in love with you manipulation Ah, uh, yeah it's he's playing games <laughs> and she's taking the bait every single time he has to be getting paid Like I have to resort to she's getting paid, or she's like, (laughs) is it that much money in the world to make you look that crazy? Yeah,
2: he's playing her like no guy. Guys know what they want when they want it, and I'm not gonna go against that narrative at all. I'm a firm believer. When when a man wants you, he's gonna do what it takes. He's not gonna play these games. Like I'm afraid to love you. You know, I, I don't know what. Why would you be afraid to love me? because you're on this show to love someone right like you came on the show to love so then why are you afraid to
1: love me
0: and she didn't even think to ask that question
1: she probably don't want to because what that means you hear the truth man
2: i tell you but and then his girl that's a whole let me tell you oh yeah and
1: his pastor
0: i don't i ain't seen it all so um (laughs) don't Don't do no spoiler alerts i know that's not what we were originally talking about but one of you guys said something about the power or something and it just made me just think about that and how he has such control over her and it can't be that she loves him it can't even be that she likes him it literally to me feels as though it's sex related Mm -hmm. because that's the only thing that they've actually been able to truly share because i don't think they have had time and I haven't seen the honeymoon either so I don't think they've had time to really like get to know each other on that level where feelings would be involved at all it would really have to be a sexual and when
2: you watch it you'll see like they haven't spent time together mm-hmm. for her to like him she is doing it like you said here for the her religion and that's why it's different between having a religion and a relationship because her religion mm. is making her you know feel like like you don't even know him Mm -hmm. he's a stranger to you literally but she's throwing this title of you're my husband you're my husband no he's a stranger that happens to be your husband he's Mm -hmm. a stranger first and then he's your husband because you don't know him
0: Mm -hmm.
2: you know you met his family once like and and the family was so rude well except for I mean the dad was like oh you're but the mom she wasn't feeling it she -hmm. was She wasn't
0: feeling what
1: she, she was wasn't in
0: the marriage.
1: Paige, really? Oh. Yeah. I think. Like because Go ahead. I was going to say, I think
2: because the conversation that Paige had, you know, with his parents in reference to him having sex with her on their honeymoon but not liking her, I think that's where it kind of crossed the line for the mom. I think she may not have wanted to have that conversation or felt that that conversation was uh, appropriate to have. Mm. Which I do feel like I agree. Because I don't think you have to tell your husband's family like you're having sex multiple. She's like, you know, we've had it not once but multiple times. Like multiple times a night. Wake up in the morning, we have like we have sex. Like she said like, that. She said that to her his <laughs> parents. Wow. Like, why? So the mom is just kind of like, all right,
0: sis.
1: He well, she said, was he drinking?
0: <laughs> That's what his mother asked.
1: Yes, I would have just fell out. I'd been like, okay. Taping over. Her
2: mom and her your mother in law is saying that you ain't it for my son. She's telling you he was drunk. That's why he had sex with you. Not that he's attracted to you. But she's still not getting to him.
1: Taping over. And I'm just taping over. Well no,
2: why? Because of dad. Because what does his dad say after that? Yeah, that's wrong for him to do that. You know, like, you know, you're you're an attractive woman. You know, you, you got a lot going for you. So then now she's feeling that like,
1: I know, I do. Well, you're
2: man man I
1: tell you and then the baby aspect because um when she was talking to Pastor Kyle and he was kind of like well why are you having like unprotected sex with him like could you be pregnant and she was like well the dad was talking about a honeymoon baby I'm like how dumb can you be come on like this guy does not want you you're gonna have unprotected sex with him and possibly get pregnant to have a baby to somebody who already does not want you Mm, mm, mm. Does not want to be with you, probably is not gonna to want to take care of your baby. Like what are you thinking? What are you thinking? Yeah, I <laughs> feel
0: like we can do like a whole episode on her mindset. Oh my god and where god. it could truly be and what is driving that whole situation. Yeah. yeah. Cause it just sounds crazy. As you guys are talking, I'm like, wait, I didn't see that. I ain't see I didn't see none of that. <laughs> so oh, it just gets worse because I didn't I didn't see any at the beginning. I just saw like one episode. I think I saw one I think I might have seen two I haven't seen when he I heard that he talks to his baby mama with her Mm -hmm. haven't seen that yet and then but I have I've been trying to like fast forward just for when they're on because I don't really care about any of the other couples right now (laughs) I'm trying to figure out what everyone else talking about so
2: that's another thing too like is a type of competition for her you know because the baby the ex fiance is in the picture, he was child, so now you're having unprotected sex to, to do what to say. Well, one up her your baby, mm. what about me? You know, are you mm. gonna want to stay with me now? Like, it, it's almost, it's a, honestly, yeah, it's delusional, man. She, <laughs> I feel bad for Paige, I really do. I feel bad for her if this is really her, if this is not producer induced, because you know, some things too can be induced by the producer, right? Like, I feel like the presence of the pastor, and, and when you watch it, see, I'm not gonna tell you, but what he says, I feel like that's really not something that you would just arbitrarily say. So I feel like the producers are Mm -hmm. rolling this too. So if it's not 100% producer led, I feel bad for Paige that Mm -hmm. she feels that she has to put herself out there in this way. And she has these episodes of like, I'm standing up for myself. Like, that's it. I am done. I will not be playing. You're not going to have me look like an idiot. And then he asked, you know, like, do you love me or he scoops over to her and he whispers in her ear like um, and she oh. laughs and she's all like laughing and like oh my god like you know or mm. she tries to console him and everything is like i'm your wife i'm your wife talk to me it's like are you are we This for real <laughs> stop because this is not this is not logical like people logical thinkers would be like okay yes i'm your wife on paper but i don't know how you process your feelings mm-hmm. so if you need me i'll be over here i'm gonna let you have your time because right. you don't know how people process things but for her she wants to be like i'm your wife as in we've been together for 10 years 20 years though so you should feel comfortable with me well he doesn't know you right he's not attracted to you nothing about you makes him comforted unless mm. i have a sex so why would you expect him to be like okay, let me express my love or let me express my emotions to you. There's not an attraction of any kind Mm. that he has. So she's really just forcing something for the sake of, I came on this show to find love and everybody else around me, their marriage is still intact for now. And I got the short end of the stick, you know, in Mm -hmm. which I did kind of think that in the beginning, but they're both kind of the same people.
1: Really? I do want to say one thing. I was watching this podcast and they were they had Dr. Viviana on it. And so they were like, how in the world did you guys as experts let him come on this TV show when he had already had someone pregnant, had been engaged twice, once within the past three months and you still let him come on the show? Like, how did that happen? Um, and I don't know if they, sorry, asked about the engagement part, but they definitely asked like, how did he get on the show? Mm-hmm. And what so she said, she said that, they actually really liked Chris, that he was the number one or top 10, you know, candidate that they really liked. Like he was personable, he was nice. I feel like he kind of probably put on a lot he lied. and lied to make them like him. But I'm like, the only person that said something was Pastor Kyle, because what he said was, um, Chris would talk about sex a lot. And then Pastor Kyle was like, I don't really like that. That might be a problem. You know, because if that if that's your only emphasis on things, but yeah, I truly the other two like experts liked him, and so yeah, he, he got on the show. I, I also think he's wrong. broke, and he be putting on, but that's just me.
0: I I um I actually got an article for some reason. My phone will send me like Google articles about mm-hmm. things that I've you know looked up, and he's not broke. But his one of his um subways did recently close due to COVID. Um, they said he was a very bad owner and he was like yelling at the people and stuff like that. And then plus, COVID happened and mm-hmm. they weren't able to make money and all that stuff, but he's not broke. So okay, that's, that's what it good. said.
2: And he, he mentioned that too. And I think that's another reason why she wants, because he said that, you know, like on paper, like, you know, but there was a comment that, and I don't know if this was in the first episode that you had seen Sierra, but. She um, Paige had asked the question of paying the bills. And mm-hmm. she was like, You think we will spend 50-50 on the bills or whatever? And he was like, Yeah. And she was like, But you make like 50 times more than me. Why would we go half on the bills? So in my mind, I'm thinking, mm-hmm. was a financial question not asked by the expert experts to candidates? Because finances is probably one of the number one reasons for divorce, if not, you know, mm-hmm. so my mind is, were they honest? when they answered these questions, because I can't believe that the experts didn't ask about finances. How do all
0: budget, you know? That, like- that was an issue in another season. And it was during the honeymoon. And I remember it was a black couple, I think they from Philadelphia uh-huh. and they were sitting at dinner second day or something like that. And that was the actual question. And he was like, you know, yeah, we're gonna go half. And she's like, no, I think that a man should pay for everything. I shouldn't have to pay for anything. And so I don't think the experts go into that level of detail because I think they allow the couple to figure it out because there's going to have to be concessions in any relationship. So they're not going to want to fix it where like that's your true perfect match and there's no, you know, there's nothing.
2: That's like one, that's a major, you know, you go from like saying, okay, I take the electricity bill, utilities, Mm -hmm. you know, you take the insurance, the car insurance bill, you know what I'm saying? That goes from like, who's doing what to like, She thinks, oh, as a female, I shouldn't pay for anything. Mm -hmm. That is big. They got divorced. Like (laughs) you do 50% and I do, you know, or you do 70 and I do 30 type deal. But like, I just, I feel like when they answer those questions, I feel like they're, they state their point, but they're a little general too. Like, well, I feel like, you know, we should go half and half, but I'm willing to, you know, work it out with whatever my partner wants. But that's going to be contingent upon how you feel about your partner. So Chris exactly. says 50 50, but he's saying that because he doesn't like her. Because I'm sure if it was a woman that he was attracted to and he liked, he like don't worry about it, baby, I got you. You don't got to run after you. Right. That is. I'll make sure my stuff is paid for. It. That's how I feel.
1: I thought he was broke too because he did speak about like when she was like, oh my family gave me money for us when we got married, so I'll bring it. And then he, I think he asked, was it cash? And she said yes. And he was like, oh we'll split that. And I'm like, if you have, like, why do you want to split it? But she did say, well, we're married. So why would we split it? Mm-hmm. You know, so that's what I was kind of like, well, maybe he is a little broke. Like, cause if you have money, why are you worried about someone giving you cash? I'm pretty sure it's not anything significant. Cause he ain't about her. He's an opportunist. <laughs> <laughs> well, that explains a lot.
0: Yeah. We're going to have to like have this deep conversation about their whole situation. Cause it even goes into some colorism and. How, you know, she may feel about herself because of her shade and then how he, his usual type of woman is fairer skin and more European look and all of that stuff. So there's so much just in the dynamic of their, I want to say relationship, but it's not even really a relationship, but they're. Their contract, good, good, good. Their contract, right. there's a lot we could even talk about. But just to, just to kick it off just a little bit, how we started today about how the power of of sex and how it can make you be in relationships and contracts and yeah. situationships you should never even be in just because you've allowed that person to enter your, your space.
2: Yeah, because I feel like if Paige would have waited...
0: More than
1: just the first night?
2: Yeah, I feel like if she would have waited because the other couple... I forget her name he's the one that's like the super 80s guru I forget their name but they oh. hated because she's not attracted to him but she didn't have sex with him and he obviously attracted her and he would not have sex with her but she waited you know um because she just wasn't there and I feel like if Paige would have waited they would have been able to have more of a verbal dialogue about things mm-hmm. and I feel like she would have been able to really make a decision on a more clear mindset I mean I know she desperately wanted to still be married But I feel like it wouldn't have been as hard because she also is dealing now with the fact of like, I gave myself to him. Like, I feel bad at myself that I, you know, so now she's dealing with guilt. Mm -hmm. Now she feels like, well, I might as well just keep doing it, you know, and he's my husband. And I think her saying he's my husband, he's my husband, gives her some type of solace of what she did, you know, Mm -hmm. versus it just being like, girl, it's all right. Like, you have sex with him, don't let that drive you. You can get out while you can. Like,
1: Well, you know, we're going to get off this topic, but I will say some things that he asked during the um, after they got married made me be like, why are you asking that question? So I probably would have not have slept with him just based on that and kind of waited a little bit just to get to know him a little bit more. But everybody's different. So yeah, that's on that. Mm. But back to abstaining. Yeah. <laughs> From sex. All
2: the reasons, all the reasons. Some reasons why you should. Definitely good reasons.
0: So, I know that we're getting towards the end of this um, mm-hmm. this episode. So, what would you guys want to tell? One thing that you want to share with people who are either abstaining or have always abstained or are thinking of possibly making that life changing decision. Like, what's one? what little nugget you want to leave the the people with
1: okay so mine is probably not a good one but I'm gonna spin it to be a good one it's not a fairy tale right you know we think that you are gonna meet this great guy in the midst of you know think about one of the fairy tales you meet this guy he's prince charming and you ride off into the sunset that's not how life works and so um, I think when you make a decision to be abstinent, you have to make it for reasons that will sustain you and not just off a whim. Um, and so just note that it might take you a little bit longer and it might not end up being the fairy tale that everybody says it is going to be just because you're Christian. Good. Yeah,
2: that's actually what I was going to say. I was going to say just make sure you know the reason why you do our thing. That's what's going to keep you. So if you know why you're doing it, that's what's going to allow you to maintain the course. So you just got to do it for you.
1: Can I throw in one last thing too? And I'll say this probably on any podcast that I even talk about the fact that I'm a virgin and I'm abstaining st- from marriage. If Y'all catch me in the streets and it's two a year from now and two years from now and I have changed my mind. Note that I have just changed my mind. I am subject to change my mind at any point. <laughs> I just want to say that
0: though. Like you always throw that disclaimer, but it's like, it's, it's your decision anyway. So whether, you know, you tell them, Hey, I'm right now on this day, I'm saying I'm a virgin, but if I decide tomorrow, I'm not going to be a virgin anymore. That's your business. You ain't got to
1: get no disclaimer to these folks. Okay. But I think because when you're a Christian and when you are telling people that you're waiting, they be, sometimes hold you to like a high standard and the minute you don't meet their criteria, they're like, oh, she's not waiting no more. Maybe she she, you know, like, just just no, I'm human and I'm subject to change my mind. But you're right, Sierra. Your yeah. Yeah.
0: Tell them to kick yeah, rocks. That's
1: okay?
2: why you gotta know
1: why you're doing it.
0: You right?
2: Know, if it's faith-based, then you're doing it for God. You know, if it's a personal decision then you're doing it for you. If it's a corporate decision like in terms of like your family you're doing it because that's your family structure and that's how they're all done it so i'm just gonna do it so that's why again you just have to know mm-hmm. how you're doing those things so that way whatever decision makes out that people should be in your bedroom anyway but mm-hmm. if it comes out this is the decision that i made for these reasons you know what i mean like sex is not the only sex obviously is not the only thing that makes somebody be like oh you're a christian and you're not a christian like that's mm. a whole nother you know <laughs> a whole nother
0: episode whole
2: nother episode you know so i just say know your foundation while you're doing it and stick with it like i feel like that's what's kept me because i'm just like you know i know why i'm decided to wait and i just try to do my best it's yes. hard though y'all it will be difficult people <laughs> and if y'all out here community
1: hit me up <laughs> yes dm us get okay. to know us there's not a lot of us out there and especially over the age of 30 I think again when you're in your 20s it's easier to be like yeah I'm a virgin blah 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 but when you reach 30 you're not kind of telling everybody all the time you're like am I really over 30 and still waiting you know and so I think that you have to come to terms with that too and I I know that I met more people that would wait mm -hmm. you know like I wish I met them because then
2: it would give. I think for me, my problem isn't solely just like, oh, I want to have sex, but it's just I'm not meeting people that are willing to wait. Like that's my thing, is like I just want to meet the people because even when I meet people who are in our community, we may not buy. So I may not be with you, but at least I know that I'm not fighting Don't against you. that battle of the sex clock. You know what I mean? Like I'm not having to worry about is this not going to work because he wants to have sex and I don't, I do. Because that's what I run into. So it's almost like I just wish I could meet people that are willing to genuinely wait until marriage. And I feel like if we did, this whole dating would be different. Like, we can't really fully date people because, in the, well, I know for me, because in the back of my mind, I'm thinking like...
1: So when I you gonna sex. when you going to be trying to have sex? Like
2: yeah. When do you want to have yeah. sex? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, now I got to... Obviously, I'm not like, how many shots and I'm a virgin? Like, I don't do that. But it's like, if you know that the person is not like that, it makes it a lot. So much Mm -hmm. easier. Because there are people who are sexually active, but they still wait. Right. Yeah, I mean, I do have sex, but I have a 90-day window. You know, I got a, you know, six-month mental. You know what I'm saying? Like, people do have their parameters, even when they are, you know, sexually active. So
1: Since you mentioned that, boundaries is key, too, I found. Or no, that boundaries is key. So for me as an adult, one boundary that I put in place is like, and this is for safety as well as for the sex purpose, but not really letting, this is probably bad, not really letting guys in my apartment like that. And let me tell you why. It's because like, once you get in my space, I feel like my space is where that's an intimate setting we're now in closed quarters. This is somewhere I feel safe and a lot can happen. And then I have to really trust you to let you into my space for mm-hmm. safety purposes. So I, I put in little boundaries like that or not talking after a certain time. But I think also when you feel really comfortable around somebody, even those boundaries fall a little bit.
2: Yeah, they do. You're absolutely right.
1: So it depends on the person. Yeah. <laughs> but I do think uh, if we can find a community of more people because even when I try to talk to it about it with friends who are having sex they're like girl if I could have waited I would have waited or if I um my first time wasn't that great but then it's a difference talking to somebody who you know they've already had sex or saying they wish they would have waited versus someone that's waiting that's that's Totally different mindset.
0: I'm, a, I'm going to DM y'all. Like I, as soon as we get off of here, I got y'all. <laughs> you could start there and then you can network from that.
2: All right. I'm with it, sis. Thank you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You're welcome, girl. Girlfriend.
1: Yeah, I did want to have one question. And this is for parents who are maybe trying to navigate that space of um, having their kids you know, wear a promise ring, because I know that you had one, Jocelyn, uh, and I used to wear a little fake one, but it wasn't really a promise ring, I just just wear it on my little marriage ring finger for no reason, but do you think that parents should make their kid wear a purity ring, or this is something that the kid should come to the conclusion of?
2: So, I actually started wearing mine, or I guess when I first wore it, I was like, I was an adult, like I was in college, um, and it was something that I just wanted to do. But then mm-hmm. I actually don't wear anymore because someone was like, I think my mom actually, mm-hmm. like, if I your a ring, people are going think you're married if they see this ring. And people would say that. Um, so I, I don't know if. I mean, I guess it's just a preference, you know. I don't know if it's really like. Uh, I I think the only problem with wearing purity rings is that. People could think you're married,
0: because
2: mm. people don't know them, you know, know it like that to that degree. And if people, most men, if they are of inte- most men of integrity, if they see a ring on a woman's finger, they're mm. gonna stay clear. Just like most women of integrity, you look at a man, they look good, and you look at their hand, they got a ring there. You're like, you be
0: like, dang, Yep.
2: <laughs> but it could be a promise ring. You don't even know. You know, what I'm saying, it could, it's be it's it could be a killer. It's a killer. I don't know, um, but we stay clear. So. I think that is definitely something that both the child and the parent should have a decision on. If you know, I'm sure it's probably more accepting when they're young, you know, while they're in like high school, middle school. But right. Once they get older, I feel like you probably shouldn't because it can be confusing. You
1: know. Yeah, and then I feel like sometimes it's a little weird because parents be like, "Well, you said you're gonna wait." I'm like, "Who? Can-? Yeah. I, I mean, somebody probably said that at." 15 but then they get 18 20 they might not want to wait and so you can't really hold them to that so that's something that scares me too is the parents that try to make the decision for the kid versus the kid making the decision for themselves yeah Um, right but yeah yeah that's the only question because I know
2: yeah yeah I mean that's, that's 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 real I think anytime uh I think educating is what's most important so and that's with anything you know anytime you force a child to do anything it's it's more they're more liable to go against it once they have the opportunity right not yeah. educating them on why like
0: the why is important to
2: have sex, but tell them why you know like hey like these are the reasons why you should you could get a girl pregnant you could get pregnant you could get the disease you could get emotionally attached
1: mm-hmm. and then
2: you want to carry a razor in the back of your tongue and then when they get upset you want to slip it out and cut. My friend did that. Too in eighth far, grade. too far, too far,
1: too in far. In eighth
2: grade, she literally kept the razor underneath her tongue and she took it out and she cut her blueprint because they was having problems. Mm-mm.
0: Mm. I'm
2: telling okay. you. Okay. That's a lot. That's a lot it, right there. It's a lot. <laughs> oh, so you gotta, gotta be real. But yeah. Thank y'all for having me. I was excited. I just I was
1: like, oh, I'm excited to come back on the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And we can talk about this all day, so. <laughs> I
0: love
1: y'all. Oh, we love you too. <laughs> heart. <laughs> oh, I can't even do a heart. There it is.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, now it's your nails. I gotta bring it in. <laughs> the
1: heart on my sweatshirt. Oh, uh, you.
0: Um, so yeah, again, thank you for coming. Thank you for having this conversation. Um, we show there's some listeners out here that can relate um, and who happen to possibly may have a question or two how can they reach out to you
2: yeah um you can hit me up on instagram um at j-i-n-e-z as in zebra c as in charlie that's my instagram name my page is public um so yeah i'm an open book so you can okay
1: public (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. page public now okay
2: (laughs) yeah it's it's public now sometimes I kind of wish it wasn't but
0: yeah I ain't ain't crossing that line yet mine will stay private because I ain't got time for the foolishness okay but (laughs) I
2: want to try to like create like a social media presence you know and you're like doing live and people are like oh I can't get on it you know they share with their friends like you're you're private so I don't know but you know comes to the territory
0: it'd be like that I get it I understand All right. Well, if you want to reach out to either of us, you know where to find us. I am at Raven with two N's, with love, Raven with love. And Ebony is where?
1: Uh, At Ebony Diaz and David Johnson. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is on Instagram.
0: And you can always reach us at The Real Play Podcast on Instagram or The Real Play Podcast at gmail.com if you want to send us an email. Leave us a voice note on Anchor. Let us know what you thought about this episode. If you have any questions, if you have any concerns, if you just want to tell us about your life and your your experience with being abstinent or even your experience not being abstinent and possibly losing your virginity. It's, you know, no judgment zone. We're all in different uh, walks of life. So share it with us. We're here to listen.
1: All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Yes. till next time. bye. 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 Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on all social media platforms at The Real Play Podcast. We would love to hear from you, so leave us a comment,
0: DM, or voice note. And don't forget to come hang out with us on our next episode.